another edition of the Three Point Play Podcast. Boys, how are we? What up? All right, just like we normally do with the cadence, we're going to lead in with a little sprinkle of the NBA, talk everyone's favorite uh, playoff PP and his new extension. Uh, Luke, Scott, I know you guys have got some spicy hot takes for us to uh, how you guys feel about uh, that max contract you got extended. And um, Luke, I'm going to start with you. You're, you're a PG uh, truther, have a soft spot in your heart for him. Do you feel like it was warranted? And do you think he's going to be worth the squeeze in five years? I never stopped believing in my guy. He's your guy uh, now? Yeah, he always has been. Okay. You know, I never, I never abandoned him. You were really quiet when he shot that shot off the side of the backboard <laughs> in the bubble. <laughs> hey, that's that's recency bias, okay? <laughs> Everyone's getting off thinking Paul George is like a 10th man now. He's like a top 10 player in the league, so stop pretending like he's not worth it. That was also like game seven when they were down 20 at that point, right? Wasn't it like the game was already over? Yeah, it's not like that was like the game-winning shot. You're right. They weren't up three to one. Chokers. He had eight points at that point, but. <sighs> All right. Um, so you think, it's a good, you think it's a good deal for him then? You think he's going he's gonna to win a championship in L.A. in the next five years? I, I think there's potential there. I think this next year they've got a good shot. Do you think it 100% depends on whether or not Kawhi stays there long-term? Because I absolutely do think that. Um, if not, it'd be uh, like he's, he's the Pacers again. If it's just him, it's like, where, where did you get, what did you actually gain? It's the same situation you'd be in if Kawhi is gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you got to have, have at least two, especially to battle with the Lakers. Right. Over three or four years, for sure. Scott, I, uh, battle. I 100% think Kawhi's staying. I'm wondering uh, who who PG is going to listen to to convince him to leave Kawhi to come to their side again. You know, we we know he's a follower, so who's going to get in his ear in the next two years and be like, "Hey, get out of there! They're not doing what they're supposed to do for you, right? They're 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 having you come off these pin downs, you know, these floppy actions, not getting you in enough ball screens." <laughs> Whatever. Hate those floppy ass. They're not. They will not make the finals in the next five years. Oh, sure. Down. First. Yeah. Put it. Mark it down. All right. I'll write on my piece of paper and save it for five years. Thank you. Go ahead. Anything else you want to add there, Jamesy? No, I just. Uh, I'm not a Paul George truther. He's a loser. He's one shit. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we should have a uh, maybe a. A monthly check-in to see how we're uh, the temperature gauge on that. Do we uh, MVP season? Okay. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> what are you saying now? Say Go that again. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> he. Uh, I saw the the latest clip. I don't know if that full. I haven't listened to the podcast. I don't know if the full ones come out yet. But another clip came out today, at least, and he oh, said he, up he's like we're. Yeah, he said he's uh, working with the same trainer during his MVP season. So the the season he was like third or fourth in in the MVP voting. So everyone was piling up. Just that. just downloaded the full pod. I'll be listening tomorrow. It's up. <clears throat> Can't wait for that. God, good to know. Maybe we can see if uh, 
we can get him on get him on our airways. We can get the the live reaction to him or something. Maybe oh, we can reach God. out to him. That'd be great. Social media, uh, Aaron can reach out. So, did you see the Harden mindlessly likes the Bucks in Miami today? Yeah, like I said, I would go to. I, I'm interested in being traded to Miami. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna fucking happen. <laughs> yeah. Who Who do you think they wouldn't give up Bam or Hero? I wouldn't give up Bam or Hero for James Harden. Hell no. And Jimmy, that does not seem like a person Jimmy would be too thrilled to play with, I don't think. Someone yeah, who spends I, their, their nights at the strip club not working on his game. Yeah, they seem like they're very polar opposites in time in the way they, like, approach the game altogether, you know? Yeah, uh, that would be rough. And I guess I'm just confused. The Bucks just, like, made their trade. They can't trade those dudes, right? Because once you're traded, you can't be traded until the next deadline, right? Well, I'm sure Harden's just – and his team are just floating the, these names out here. It's on the Bucks probably didn't haven't even brought it up. Like it's just like, well, you know, I would, I would mind going to the New York Yankees. You know, like what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Right. Yeah, I'm. I I, I have a feeling he's going to end up staying. Yep, and we're not going to care. I don't think anyone cares. They I don't just feel like shit. it. Like there's right. There's just not a whole lot of traction. Like. The the Philly thing seemed to be the only legitimate where they would actually do it. Um, Philly, like, they would take Ben Simmons, but they want picks. And Philly's like, no, we're not giving you picks. So, yeah. It's like yeah, a stalemate. I I, I, like we talked about the other episode, it's uh, the only team I could see doing it is just – middle tier team that just feels like they need to go all in and make a splash and get to the playoffs and be a four seed and get to the second round. And that's about it. Cause if you're a contender, I feel like you have your team already pretty well set, especially two weeks leading up to the regular season starting. So I don't, just doesn't make any sense for any kind of legitimate contender to, to make a move right now. Right. So well, if All you're right. going down a severe rabbit hole, you can watch uh, NBA preseason tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. First game, Magic Hawks, 7 o'clock. Yep. Probably going to be riveting. Good stuff. I'm sure everyone's going to be leaving it all on the line. Great great watching. <clears throat> Lakers are playing the Clippers at 10. No LeBron, no AD. Huh. See, I would have thought they would have been playing 40 minutes there. You think? Well, we all know PG just got his extension, so he'll be playing real hard. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's enough. That's enough NBA talk for now. Like I said, like we said uh, in the last couple episodes, we'll start ramping it up here probably in the next week or two um, as preseason starts, as Jamesy alluded to, since everyone's going to be uh, chomping at the bit for our takes for uh, preseason takes um, <laughs> and get some uh, predictions for the season here. So we will segue back into week 14, which is kind of freaking hard to believe that, uh, that we're this far. I mean, the league on a, Grand note, I guess. I really can't believe that we're, we've made it this far, although the, the, mm -hmm. I feel like they've shifted around these games and made Tuesday night football, Wednesday night football, and made a mockery of this whole fucking thing. But they're still playing the games, I guess. So you got to give them credit. But it's, uh, you know, like you can't think that they have player safety in mind with just forcing these things to happen just so that they can get the games in, you know. So I don't know. That's just my – my two cents on the way the league's handled it, but I guess they're moving forward and we're talking about it. You know, you got to pay the bill somehow, I guess. So we got, we got to, we got to put the episodes out and talk about our gambling takes. And with that, we'll, uh, 
we'll go with it. So I don't even know if I should really ask either either one of you guys because you guys have all the same fucking picks for every game we have here. Did you guys realize that? No, I didn't look. I changed Smart. my first. Oh, damn it. Okay. Luke, then you want to lead us off, then you got the Pats tonight. It's a Thursday night game. We got uh, Rams laying five, I believe. Um, what's your thought? You think it's just Bill Belichick and he can figure it out? Be the Super Bowl. Uh, he has McVeigh's number. <clears throat> yeah, my instinct was to pick with the Rams, but uh, just to be a little contrarian here. I mean, it's Bill Belichick going up against Jared Goff, so. Uh, you know what he's done to some of the other quarterbacks. I think I my my theory was that it would be another Super Bowl score, but as we sit right here, we're only midway through the first quarter, and the Rams are up ten nothing. So <laughs> I was gonna say off to a good start. That's a that's a good start my, for you. Can I change my pick back again? <laughs> You're kicking our ass. You need a couple losses. <laughs> You're you're, just, you're beating us by like ten games. It's not even close. So yeah, I mean, I got to pick the Patriots again, uh, so that hopefully it jinxes them. I mean, I like where your head's at, but I just uh, it's gonna be they got a long road ahead of them already with, as it ten, as it's ten nothing with five minutes left. So for those of us who uh, actually did what the beak on the Rams, we're uh, we're happy to see it and. Um, Appreciate you know, it. These, you know these Thursday, these Thursday night games go for me. We'll see how they – it probably comes under the wire, and uh, I'll probably be losing a couple units here like we normally do. So, What would you bet? What would you bet? Did you do like took, minus five or what? Yeah, I, uh, I think that's what I took it at, yeah. It was just this afternoon, so I don't think it moved that much. So, Okay. Nice. But, yeah, I feel like the Rams are uh, starting to figure it out, and they're going to take the stranglehold of the West. And uh, I feel like the Pats are kind of – Still a little fluky. I think that Chargers game was just, uh, um, you know, it kind of got away from the Chargers and they just didn't give a shit at that point. So I actually got Rams minus four and a half. So not that bad. Scott, what do you think about the Rams? I think you're right. I think the Rams are the best team in that division and that's a good division. Um, I think the Patriots are okay. If I had to guess, I would say that they are not going to make the playoffs, but they're going to make it close. But I just didn't think they were going to do it tonight against the, the Rams at home. Not that home field is much of an advantage or anything, but I I like the Rams. Yeah. We've liked the Rams all year. Right, yeah. All right, we'll keep moving on to uh, really a, a, one of the biggest games of the, of the of the week, and we've been talking about it for a while with the, the – magnitude that this uh the Colts have had to play with for the last couple of weeks just because they're flirting with a uh, playoff berth but uh you know they got to keep up with the Titans and they're tied with them now and uh the Raiders are on the outside looking in as we speak <clears throat> so this one has major playoff implications all three of us are on the Colts laying three points our Colts correspondent Luke let me lead off with you again on what you think the Colts can cover that three at Vegas. Yeah, I don't like the line here. Uh, Raiders being a home dog now. Really wish the Colts were were getting some points. But um, but that said, you know, I still had to go with my heart. Still believe, still believe in the Colts. Uh, 
you know, the defense is always going to, is going to travel. Everyone's come back now from the COVID nonsense. So they're full strength there. Um, and then the offense has, has proven that when they play mediocre to bad defenses, they can, they can at least be competent to, to grind the wins. So um, I think that's the, that's the formula for this game. I think it's just going to be interesting to see what kind of Raiders team shows up. Like, it's crazy to me that this team has, was the only loss for the Chiefs and took the Chiefs to the brink in their second game, and yet got their tits lit by the Falcons, and then pretty much should have lost to the Jets outside of a dumbass Greg Williams cover. So I don't know which team we're going to get for the Raiders. I mean, the, I think the Colts, in theory – I think should be able to handle this, especially because there's so much on the line, but there's a lot on the line for the Raiders too. So it's, I mean, it is going to really be almost a loser least time town game. You know, like if whoever, whoever loses this game is going to have a really hard time jockeying for that last playoff spot. So you'd like to think the Colts can, uh, can pull it out and their defense can, can shut down David Carr because I don't think he's, he's fine, but uh He's not a world beater. He's not a Mahomes going to wreck your game type of thing. And Josh Jacobs was limited, I think, in practice. So that could be a major factor as well. Uh, so I think as long as the Colts can shut down Darren Waller, I think he's uh, he's kind of their main offense, or at least has been in the last couple of weeks. Um, so you'd like to think that they could focus in on him and uh, offensively get Jonathan Taylor going because he looked pretty good the later, latter part of the, uh, <clears throat> of the game uh, against the Texans last week. So, that and uh, riding the hot streak of, of T.Y., you think the offense can keep it moving. Um, but, yeah, I think, the, I think the Colts can cover the, the three points there and uh, win a much-needed um, game to establish themselves for the playoffs. So, Scotty, do you uh, have some more thoughts since you have the Colts as well? Yeah, we talked about this on Tuesday. I think these two teams are very similar. And the only reason I picked the Colts is because I think their defense is better than the Raiders' defense. But I think their offense is like – you said it, Derek Carr's fine. That's how I feel about Noodle. He's fine. Derek Carr's fine, right? They're both running. Josh Jacobs is very good, right? And then the Colts have the – is it turning into a two-headed monster? Did Wilkins not get as many carries? So it's like Hines and Taylor with a little Wilkins. Yeah, they're doing is Wilkins right? maybe like three to five carries or so. I think more of a change of pace. But, yeah, it's, it's been ma mainly Taylor and, and Hines. So, yeah. Raiders um but I think I do think it's gonna be close I bet I bet it's a good game I'm hoping so if you think it's gonna be close you why wouldn't you take the team plus the points and not the Colts you think the Colts can cover that just because like I, one of us is picked against the Colts and what do I always end up texting you guys Colts defense they make some damn play at the end of the game right, where they get a fumble recovery, they get an interception, right? Like, I'm picturing this game being, like, 24-21 and, and Derek Carr's driving the freaking Colts pick it off or um, they get a strip sack and a fumble recovery right at the end or something like that. That's, yeah. that's kind of been the Colts' MO, I mean, in these games. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, uh, it's going uh, to be a good one. I think it'll probably be very close, but uh... – I was, I was pretty close to taking the Raiders or just because of that. Cause I think it, it is going to be such a close game, but uh, obviously I'm choosing with my heart, which doesn't always uh, lead to the right, uh, right result, but you know, sometimes you just gotta go out on a limb here. So 
Um, with that, we'll uh, move on to another sneaky good game with two teams that are currently in the playoff picture with uh, Minnesota and Tampa Bay with the Bucks laying six and a half. All of us are on the same page here as well with taking uh, the Bucks. Uh, I think um, I feel like Tampa's such a, a roller coaster where they're hot and cold and people think they're the top team in the NFC and then they go ahead and get their fucking doors blown off. Um, and then they come back and, you know, really show up. And I think them coming off a bye <clears throat> and finally starting to get the offense in, in order, you'd think. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if I fully believe in the Vikings. I think, I mean, obviously they're, they're in the seventh seed right now. So they're a playoff team and they have kind of started to figure it out. And Justin Jefferson's amazing, but I just feel like that the Bucks are, they need, they really need this game. Not that the Vikings don't, but uh, in order to kind of establish themselves, I think the Bucks are going to come ready to play offensively. I think Arians and Brady are going to have figure out their kind of issues and start to, to start get it in uh, in gear and uh, can cover that uh, can cover that spread. So, Luke, do you uh, do you agree with that? Obviously, or what's your what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mentioned the the Bucks coming off a bye, and that, that was the primary reason that swayed me. Uh, them too because the Bucks front seven um, getting I mean do you do you trust Kirk Cousins under pressure we no, saw him not. yeah we saw him earlier this season against the Colts um, and I mean uh, the the roadmap for the Vikings to win this game is that they just run it down the Bucks throat and I I just don't foresee that and then the Bucks you know like you said the Bucks are so undisciplined the Bucks have like 15 penalties for 150 yards or whatever, mm -hmm. which which could also turn the game. So we'll see if we get good bucks or bad bucks. And it's in Tampa, so I mean, it's uh, you, know, you got the cold weather team playing in Florida, so yeah, I don't know if that's going to be kind of any kind of variable at all. I feel like it's always kind of a hit or miss sometimes on uh, on how teams play. Um, but Scotty, what do you think about uh, you got the Bucks here as well? Luke hit it on the head. I, this was more of a bet for me against Kirk, against, uh, Kirk Cousins than it was against uh, Minnesota. I'm not a huge fan of the Bucks, but um, the Bucks can bring some pressure, and Cousins not great under pressure. Um, it did make me nervous. Um, Luke reminding me of the fucking penalties that the Bucks have and the stupidity of some of them. So that makes me nervous. Um, but I, uh, you said coming off a bye, I do – I do think this is like a get right game. Like we're going to come out, we're just going to kick someone's ass right, right after the bye. I could see this being like 35, 14, just an ass whipping Brady. Brady comes out and is like, okay, we've had our bye. We see, they get Brown involved. They get Godwin involved. They get Evans involved. Gronk catch, catches a damn touchdown. Um, I, I see this Brady spreading it around and just whipping their ass. All right. Next game is another uh, matchup of uh... – Two of the top tier teams in the AFC. Uh, we got Bills, Steelers. Uh, Steelers coming off their first loss of the season. So you think the, the weight might be lifted off of their shoulders a little bit and they can get back to the basics and uh, kind of play their normal style of football. James Conner's back from the COVID list. So that should really, in theory, help the, the run game. And for those of us who actually own that dumbass in uh, fantasy, um, you can actually get more than 40 yards in a, in a game. I'll be glad to see it if it does actually happen. Uh, but I am the odd man out here and actually am taking 
the Bills, just because of my love for Josh Allen and the way that he played on Monday night, it was pretty unreal. Um, I'll take the Bills plus two and a half. Or, no, the Bills are favored two and a half. Okay. I guess I, I know. I looked at that wrong. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I still think the Bills are uh, – they got it kind of figured out and they got it rolling. Um, that that does scare me a little bit now that I now that I look at it. It w- looks like it went down um, – just checking the line now. It's Buffalo minus two, so it did get uh, bet down just a little bit. Um, so, I, I don't know. In, in real time, I guess I'm time. kind of questioning my thought now. I thought I guess I thought that that was uh, Bills plus two, but um, – Playing at home and the way that their offense played, I know the Steelers' defense is a little bit different than the 49ers, but uh, it's really kind of a pick and game for me. Um, but I, I do think that the Bills um, kind of are a little more established and they kind of know what they are ident- identity-wise in terms of the offense. I feel like the Steelers are still trying to figure themselves out. They want to run the ball, but they can't. And then Ben throws the ball too much and – gets it batted down at the line and, and, and picked off. So um, I guess I trust the steel, uh, the bills more than the Steelers at this current point, even though the bill or the Steelers are 11 and one. So Scotty, what do you think? You got the, you got the Steelers just because uh, they're getting some points here. I was shocked that the Steelers are not favored in this game. I don't know. I, I was shocked. I, I know the bills played really good on Monday I know it's in Buffalo with no fans, right? There's zero fans. Yeah. Right? Like, the Bills Mafia was there, and they could, like, do all their shit where they're out tailgating. It would be crazy in there. I would kind of get it. But, like, I think this – I could see this – like, they lost to the Titans this year, 42-16, to 16, and I could see the Steelers just doing the same thing, just whipping their ass. Like, the Steelers are coming off a loss. <laughs> like, we've been talking on here for the last couple weeks that the Steelers hadn't been playing very good and they were due to lose, and they lost. So I think this kind of motivates the Steelers a little bit, wakes them up, right? They need to play a little bit better, and I could see them coming out and just kicking their ass. Luke, you agree with those words? Yeah, my, I mean, I had the exact same – the thought process we just watched play out, you know, you verbally taking us through that. It's what went my head. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I can't believe – I can't believe. Steelers uh, are the underdogs here. It's kind of disrespectful to the team, you know, tie with the best uh, best record in the league. But the Bills, I mean, you look at what the Bills have done this season. They've just been on a tear. I mean, they it, without that Hail Mary Cardinals, they would have won six straight. So yeah, um, you know, I, I guess you know it kind of it kind of makes sense. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a close game. I think so that's why I would take whichever team has the points. Yeah, you get to you get to see my my brain get put in a pretzel in real time. That was uh, that was a nice little thirty second moment there for me, where I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? The Bills are favored in this game." I, I took think, the Bills. I, think... I took the Bills laying two points against uh, the number one team in the AFC. What the hell? But sometimes you just gotta make... stay with your conviction, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna shy away now and just go uh, balls in. So. I think we just found a new segment. I think we do like two or three games every week where you guess the line and let's see if you can get it. We'll just baffle you in real time. Just watch, watch, watch you get confused watch and, and stutter over my words for, for 45 <laughs> seconds. That was a great segment. I love it. That's, uh, you know what? You know what? Actually, that reminds me, Scott, that we need to, uh, we haven't done a, uh, everyone's favorite segment. Um, let's review the schedule. 
what are the, what's the Steelers' remaining schedule for us? Just so we can see if they're uh, if they're going to be able to to get the one seed over the Chiefs. Maybe we can compare Steelers-Chiefs schedules as we uh, yep. lead into our next couple games. We're going to pick Steelers at Bills, at Bengals, Colts at home, at Browns. Okay, so what do we think they're going to finish? Like a fourteen and two at worst. You think they're going to lose maybe one yeah. more? I'm going to say two and two. Okay. In the next four. Um, Chiefs. Chiefs at Dolphins, at Saints, Falcons, Chargers. Also tough. I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to lose one more too, probably. Okay. And with that, I think that's a good segue into um, that Chiefs-Dolphins game, which I think is going to be sneakily – a really good game because I think the Dolphins are, are out to prove themselves. Um, I know that I am going against our, our season-long adage of never bet the, against the Chiefs under 10 points. Ooh. I think the Dolphins are a good team, and I think they're going to make it a close close game. I think their do- defense um, is good. It's definitely going to be challenged with the, with the Chiefs' offense. But uh, I think two is kind of maybe starting to figure it out. Obey. He's got a few games under his belt. Um, and this is kind of really the true test for them to kind of see whether or not they're the real deal. I mean, obviously they're still in the playoffs as of now, and I think they're going to make the playoffs, but, uh, it's a good test for them. And I think they'll, they'll definitely get amped up for this game because they know that the chiefs are the cream of the crop and the team to beat if they're going to get anywhere in the AFC. Um, so I think the, the dolphins are going to be ready to play and I don't know if they'll win the game, but I think that seven to point, seven points is a lot of, uh, points to give to the Dolphins for a team that uh, is a playoff team. So that's, that's my reasoning there with, with taking Miami. So Luke, do you, you think the chiefs uh, can definitely cover that just following the, uh, the season long mindset? Yeah, I just, I struggled with this one too, but uh, yeah, I just had to go with the, the mantra that you, you always take the chiefs when they're getting less than 10 points. Um, but they have been, I mean, we talked about their game last week against the Broncos. You know, they, it, it's kind of like they're turning it on and off at this point. It's true. So you always trust them to win the game generally, but to cover the spread, you know. It's well, that a, and well, like uh, the whole CEH thing last week where he was sick and he didn't play a single snap, which really pissed some of his owners off. Uh, and then Tyreek Hill's kind of been in and out. I saw he had kind of an illness this week too, so. I don't know if he's going to be kind of scaled back a little bit as well. But, I mean, if you're the Chiefs, you can't really mess around and, and, and rest these guys because if you're if you're lobbying for that number one seed, you want to get that by. So you can't really take your throttle, you know, your foot off the throttle at all. So um, you like to think that they're going to you know, put their best foot forward here in this game. Um, but, Scott, you think the, the Chiefs can, can cover that as well? <clears throat> yeah, it's just so hard to bet against my – like, you're looking at the two best – the two players. I mean, it's Mahomes versus Tua, and Tua hasn't been great. Um, he makes me nervous in these in these big games like that. You're going to have to rely a lot on the run game, I would assume. Um, and the Chiefs' run defense is fine. It's not great, but it's fine. Um, but if it comes down to the end, I am I feel more comfortable with Mahomes, obviously. Are we worried at all that it, that's going to also be in Miami, having that, the cold-weather team travel uh, south in 85-degree heat? Is that something that we should take into consideration for maybe a point or two? Maybe it's hard to tell on these things. Like there's fluke shit that happens all the time on the point spread. It's so rough. 
Luke, you don't agree with that for your uh, all of your uh, Western teams going East fucking mindset? You don't think a team from the North going South is a big deal? Uh, it's not a, this isn't a Pacific time zone team going East. Yeah, but it's, what is it's it? What is it outside? Out. Is it 30 degrees outside now in the Midwest and you're going at 85 degree be, heat? Why would that, why would that impact Patrick Mahomes adversely? If they were, what the ground, fuck does the time zone have to do with anyone? Because you're playing at like 10 o'clock your time. I mean, you don't like, think they're, you don't think they're going to be sucking wind at 80 to 85 degree right. humidity and they can't get, catch their breath when they're used to being freezing their dicks off. All right, what if you started your work day at like 4.30 or 5 when you're used to going in at 8 o'clock? I'll tell you, if I went down to Miami, I would not be happy because I'd be sweating my balls off because I'm used to 35-degree weather right now. So that'd also suck. I think you guys should side bet this game. I don't know. Luke and I are notorious gamblers. We love to wet the beak. You know us. We love big units over here. Oh, God. Come on. We'll talk. We'll talk about it offline. Uh-oh. Look, right sorry, Luke. Right Rams up. are up 17 nothing. Shit. Whoops. Jeez. Well, oh, nice. Yeah, I did. Good. Pick what six. was it? Pick six. Oh, shit. Mildew's got Rams defense. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it's thursday that's real time hey i'm just talking to you real this is how i react in my, my fantasy okay oh my there's God. a little glimpse inside my brain i'm always pessimistic <laughs> that's how i'm a fan of everything even my own teams god that was a terrible throw <laughs> holy shit hey, is is cam noodle 2.0 dude he's, he's he about be to be number one noodle he's got to get a job at next year to, to first i mean he can't be a noodle if he's not playing who's gonna who's gonna sign his ass next year I don't know. That was a terrible throw right there, though. That was awful. I don't know what else he right. needs quarterbacks, but he's – We're going off the rails there. here. We're going off the rails. Luke's seeing his uh, his Pat's choice burn up in front of his eyes. <laughs> Everything's just really happening in real time on this episode, and I love it. Uh, so we'll wrap it up with, uh, with the last game we got here before we get to a quick Wessel specials. We've got about five minutes left. Um, Browns Ravens. <clears throat> uh I took the Browns here. Um, I know that they got their tits lit, as we like to say, in week one against the Ravens. And that was uh, 13 weeks ago, as we know. Uh, I think the Browns kind of have, have kind of figured out their game and their style, and they're not going to let Baker do too much and kind of stay within himself. I know you guys are, are big Baker lovers, so I'm not uh, – I'm just preaching to the choir here. But I think that they get the ball to Nick Chubb, let Baker kind of stay within himself, and I don't know if I really trust the Ravens, to be honest with you. I mean, Lamar is definitely not the same player he was last year as an MVP. Um, I think if they, if the Ravens give the ball to J.K. Dobbins more, they could be a little more offensively dynamic. But <clears throat> Mark Andrews is coming off the COVID list. I just don't know if I trust the Ravens' offense that much. Um, I know one and a half isn't that much, so it's, it's really kind of a pick em game. And I like to think that the Browns are just going to continue to make uh, – Statements that they're going to be for real, which I can't believe those words actually just came out of my mouth. So, also, I just wanted to be contrarian to your guys' ass because you guys picked the same fucking game every fucking <laughs> every game we have here. So, someone had to choose differently. This would be a boring ass fucking episode. So, you're welcome. And I take the Browns plus one and a half. Scott, go ahead. I just 
I don't like Baker Mayfield or the Browns. I still don't think they beat anyone who's any good except for the Colts. Okay. And who they beat? Who they beat last week? The Titans. They blew the tits yeah. off the light Titans. Mm. I don't. Know. I like the Ravens. I don't okay. like the Ravens, but I like them in this game. Luke, do you have a, the similar uh, echoing those words? So I'm glad I took the Browns, so we wouldn't have three people saying the same shit. Yep. Ravens got right on Tuesday, and Baker and the Browns suck. I'm sick of everyone getting all over their ball. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Nice spicy takes there. Scott, do you want to take us home on your Wessel specials, please? Uh, yeah. Um, up 327 units in, t- in the last two and a half weeks on the NFL. Feeling pretty good. Um, continuing with the postulate of betting against the Jets and the Jags. Um, and we'll tweet all these out, but uh, several parlays here with Seahawks, Titans, and then Seahawks, um, Titans, and Colts, Seahawks, Titans, and Packers, Seahawks, Titans, and Saints. Um, if you like the Bucks in there, which I kind of do, I might be throwing them in a parlay as well. Um, let me know your thoughts on this flyer bet for the week. Washington. And the Chargers get you to plus four sixty three. You're gonna trust the Chargers? Yeah, well, I'm sure as shit not trusting Atlanta. Anthony Lynn, who's already outwardly told his team that they aren't making the playoffs last week when they still had a chance to make the playoffs. Not about him; it's Herbert. Oh, okay. And I, I'm, I, hmm. I'm not betting Atlanta. And the Washington team's been frisky. Hmm. Yeah, they're getting three points. I also like the Giants. I like the Giants as well. If you want to throw the Giants in there instead of the Chargers, they're playing Arizona. And I don't, we don't know if Kyler's hurt. He wasn't on the injury report today. Yeah. So, and Danny Dimes might be back. He is. I think he's, I think they said he's Hmm. back for sure. Which I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. He's been fine. He's better than Cole McCoy. Yeah. I mean, the Giants' defense is good and they're going to run the ball. They'll be fine. I'm, I'm concerned about Kyler. Yeah, yeah. Gallman's been fine. <clears throat> Luke, your right. thoughts? What's that? Washington, Giants, Washington, Luke? Chargers. Luke, what do you think? Uh, yeah, it's worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. He's out on betting. <laughs> Scott, real quick, can you give me the, the remainder of the Jaguar schedule? I know I'm putting you on the spot. We have a minute left. Give me, give me the Jag schedule and whether or not we feel confident in it still. Uh, I'm 100% confident, and it is. I got it. It's Jaguars at home against the Titans, at Ravens, at home against the Bears. The Bears are going to fucking lose to Jacksonville. No, they're not. And then they play the Colts. The Bears are going to outwardly tank because they want to get a top 10 pick. The Bears are going to tank their – I don't know if the Bears are going to win another game. That's – okay. I I do kind of like Houston this week too, honestly. There you go. Heard it here first, folks. That's what we like to say. We'll talk to you guys later. Good luck. See ya. See you guys.